This is the Tallahassee Business Podcast, bringing you engaging conversations with influential members of the community that you need to know. This episode is brought to you by Mill Creek Financial Consultants. At Mill Creek Financial Consultants, we offer more than just financial planning. We develop a relationship with you that helps you avoid common missteps, make confident decisions, and put your assets to work so you can enjoy the peace of mind that comes from financial security. Don't delay your important financial decisions any longer. Schedule a time to meet with our Mill Creek Financial Advisors and begin the journey towards achieving your dreams by visiting MillCreekFinancialConsultants.com. No investment strategy can ensure peace of mind, assure profit, or guarantee against loss. Securities, products, and advisory services offered through Park Avenue Securities, LLC, PAS, member FINRA, SIPC. Good afternoon. This is Sue Dick, president of the Greater Tallahassee Chamber of Commerce. Here as we are winding down the school year, winding down legislative session, and very excited to have Dr. Shante Friday-Stroud, Vice President, University Advancement, and I would say all things Florida A&M University. Uh, I'm going to just call you Shante. Thanks for being here. No, thank you, Sue, so very much for having me. Well, we've got a lot to talk about. Um, you know, it's we all know how um, important it is for our, our community to have higher education, especially with, and we're going to talk about rankings, uh, our country's number one HBCU with Florida A&M University. And just on the front end, a, a, a very large thank you to you and to Dr. Robinson and the entire team at FAMU for what you do representing not only our community, our state, and, and HBCU in the country. So let's jump in. I think we can maybe set the tone by talking about a strategic plan that was outlined in 2022. And if you can go ahead and Introduce us to that, and we'll we'll touch on some of the highlights of that. Awesome, great, yes. Yeah, so, um, on behalf of Dr. Robinson, glad to be here. Um, thankfully, for the fourth year in a row, we are ranked the number one public HBCU in the country, and we rank number twenty three in social mobility, and that's really um, a true indicator of how we're able to bring students in. Um, with the majority of them coming from households less than fifty thousand, and get them out into the world to work, where they're actually earning just as much, if not more, than what their whole family household income was coming in the door. And a large part of that was um, pushed by our um, sun, uh, strategic plan that we just sunsetted, FAMU Rising, but now we are boldly striking, and that is our uh, strategic plan for 2022-2027. And at the core of it really is student success, and everything then centers around that. So we also have academic excellence, um, we have really trying to make certain that we are doing the things we need to do with our alumni and corporate partners, that we leverage our brand, and also that we um, gain operational efficiencies. And so by doing all of that together, our goal is to move into the top 100 for public um, universities. We're knocking at the door at 103. But as Dr. Robinson said, no one is trying to go down. So that means we have to work extremely hard to ensure that we're able to step up those next few notches because it's not going to be a, an easy lift. But, you know, we're no stranger to hard work and we're going to put it in and make it happen. Well, and as you said, you have um, you have a five year plan. So 2022 it launched. And, and I know the metrics are there as we approach 2027. That'll be here before we know it. But a lot to accomplish between now and then. Maybe talk about the high level of interest of applicants, because I think that's a testimony to the yeah. success thus far. Yes. Yeah, so we have seen a significant increase um, in our applicants. Um, we are probably approaching over 20,000 applicants. 
Um, about half of those are applying for, as first-time in college students, with the rest applying either as transfers and graduate students. And so we're only going to bring in 1,504 students. Um, and what we like to say is we don't deny students, we redirect them. So if they don't meet the state's criteria for admission, we suggest that they go to one of the state's um, colleges, right? So whether it be a community college or state college, get their AA degree and then come into FAMU that way. Um, but we are excited about the 1,504 students that we're going to bring in as FTICs, as well as the AA transfers from the state of Florida that we're going to bring in um, as, you know, we are working to ensure that not only the, that we move up in the U.S. News and World Report rankings, but at the end of the day that we are not are meeting and beating the state's metrics for the performance funding. Well, and we've, we've, we heard from you and we've heard from Dr. Robinson Maybe get, maybe paint the picture of what these students look like because it is competitive. And and with you and your tenure and your experience, what what do these kids that are walking on campus? What what are they? What are their assets? And yeah, so they're coming in as you know, Dr. Robinson says sometimes. I don't know if we would have been able to get in looking at the test scores that are required today and the GPAs, but you know, students are coming in right now. The GPA average is about a three point nine one or so. Um, and then, you know, with high test scores on both the SAT and ACT, and they have to make those scores not only on the overall composite, but they have to have certain scores on each part. So whether it be the math, the English and so forth. And so a lot of times, um, you know, students and parents, they're trying to wonder what's that right formula, right? And that's why we say students have to make sure that they are college ready. So just going through your normal kind of course of education in a Florida high school may or may not prepare you for college if you're not on the college track. And so it's very important that students are coming in with a high level of math. Um, we find that sometimes students will say, oh, I finished all my credits by my sophomore year or my junior year. And so my senior year, I'm not going to take math classes. Well, that could be like a huge detriment because if you don't practice it, you don't remember it enough to do well when it comes time to take the test. And so really trying to ensure that students are doing those things that they need to do to be able to meet the mark. Because again, we don't want to turn anybody away and we really don't want to have to redirect them, but they have to make those marks in order for us to be able to accept them. Well, and along with that, obviously building a strong curriculum and, and recruiting those types of students so the rankings go up, you also have to have the campus, the, the college, the studies all in place. With that, that doesn't happen without funding. So talk about that, especially coming off the heels of session, but for those individuals, and, and really credit to you and Dr. Robinson for asking the community and inviting the community to come on campus, yeah. because it really is a, a remarkable campus and what you all are doing there. But what, for our listeners, describe and maybe explain a little bit what's going on campus, whether it's money being spent on infrastructure or the college study curriculum course and, mm -hmm. and really how important that is. Yeah, so just to give you context, and before I start talking about kind of um, how we did in legislative session, I will also say that we were, you know, really prudent users of the dollars that we um, received from the federal government. And so 
knowing that our housing stock needed some um, support, right, and being able to provide today's students with the kind of housing. Um, as we say, we can't call them dormitories like we used to back in our day. They're now residence halls. And so um, really trying to make sure that we provide a residence hall stock that meets the needs of today's students. And so as a result of that, um, we purchased uh, two pieces of property uh, that were adjacent to campus to be able to provide some additional housing for students. Over the last year or so, we have um, torn down a several buildings, right, because it really just turns out that it's way more costly to try to renovate them than to um, build new. And so um, as a result, again, we purchased some facilities that are now uh, coming on our books and that will be able to provide um, additional housing capacity for our students. Those um, units, I would say a little over half of them were already FAMU students. And so the rest of those, um, I believe those tenants that are not FAMU students, when their leases run out this summer for the fall, then um, FAMU students will then be able to go into those housing. So those were some of those dollars that we've used to try to improve on our housing stock. But when you start talking about how we did in session, um, we, we did pretty well. So we are estimating that we will end up... Um, getting somewhere around $17 million for our performance-based funding. And again, that has been a huge focus for Dr. Robinson and the team, making sure that we double down on everything to ensure that we're able to meet those metrics and exceed them, as a matter of fact. We have been able to um, bring in about $10 million for our student success operational enhancement, um, $20 million for our FAMU FSU College of Engineering um, to help with some facilities out there about $13.5 million to do renovation for Howard Hall, which is our Army ROTC facility. Um, we have $9.2 million um, for the FAMU Chemical and Biological Research Center um, that we need to finish building out on campus. We had a million dollars for our nursing program to really help with the um, nursing education pipeline project that we have going on. And then $1.6 million to help with our library networks, right? So we're part of the university system. But again, everybody has to put in for that. And we want to make sure that our students have access to all the resources that they need to be successful, not only in the classroom, but also in research. Well, and you are also in the middle of a fundraising effort. Yes. That's legislative, but every day you're trying to raise money to, to continue to contribute to the campus and the programs. Right now, talk a little bit about that fundraising. Yeah, so um, just on the heels of our 1887 Strikes um, Day of Giving campaign, we set a goal of $500,000 and trying to have 1,887 donors. And thankfully, mission was accomplished. We brought in about $686,000, and we had about... Uh, 2,500, 2,502 uh, to be exact, <laughs> uh, donors to um, contribute to our 1887 strikes. And that has gone a long way to helping us um, not only reach, but potentially beat our goal last year. So we've had two record-breaking years prior to this. Um, the we Last year, we brought in $23.6 million, $24.6 million. And then um, the board set Dr. Robinson's goal um, and we have already exceeded that goal. So we're just over 23 million. So we're knocking on the door of that 24.6. And our, our hope is, is that um, we beat that so that we would have three record uh, breaking years in a row. Um, also on the research side. So our faculty have been really, really busy and they are approaching um, 
our last year's goal of $75 million in research fund, funds uh, garnered from the federal government. So um, we are kind of clicking on all cylinders, right? Raising money, um, faculty are bringing in money, and then Dr. Robinson and the legislative team have been able to bring in some dollars. Um, and so, again, we're just doubling down to make sure that we can show everyone why um, investing in Florida A&M University is a good use of taxpayers' dollars, not only on at the state level, but also at the federal level, and then those of our friends and the family who also want to give to support, at the end of the day, our students, because they are the true beneficiaries of everything that we are able to garner. Well, and, and, you know, I know the business community and our members and individuals listening um, know how important the work that takes place at FAMU's campus and really across multiple um, venues. You, um, you have been very instrumental in what I ref- refer to as the industry cluster. So that's so important, the recognition of the School of Business and Industry. And that really is the connection point of private sector, mm-hmm. um, both not only nationally, but internationally. Talk about that, because I, I think um, our listeners understand and uh, know how important that is, but we really, the program that is there on campus is second to none. Yeah. And it's such an asset for our community. Yeah. And so um, I will have to say again, Dr. Robinson is um, truly making sure that we are hitting every stakeholder group, right? And constituency group. And so um, our business partners, not only around the country, but right here in our backyard. And so the FAMU industry cluster, when Dr. Robinson started um, back as president, we started with about 13 industry cluster members. We have grown that now to over 55 members. And the majority of them are uh, multinational corporations, um, kind of regional and um, countrywide. But I will say that we have um, put forth, and I want to thank you, Sue, and the chamber, because through our Strike Forward initiative, we have really started to partner with our local business um, partners to really find opportunities for our students to be able to intern and potentially seek jobs here. Because as we know, we're trying to prevent the um, brain drain, right? We don't want to educate all these students here and then have them leave and go other places. Um, but by tying in with the local business community here, we believe that that's going to go a long way to our students not only seeing Tallahassee as just that college town, but seeing Tallahassee as that great place to live and work. And that can really benefit our business owners right here in Tallahassee. Well, maybe let's just dig into that maybe one more step because um, the question is, okay, so how does that apply to the the business that might be listening? Maybe go ahead and draw out a scenario of if you think you are X, Y, or Z, this is how you could plug in. Paint the picture. Yeah, so if you think that um, you have a business where you need some highly um, intelligent, um, inquisitive, energetic individuals to help you solve problems, we have students that can help you fill that need, right? And so you can contact Dr. Jennifer Collins, um, who can connect you with the program that we have with Strike Forward, where we're getting our local business community members engaged with our students. And what we say is you have to start connecting with our students as freshmen, 
because we have a lot of companies that'll say, oh, well, we only recruit juniors and seniors. Well, if you're waiting till just then to get them, they're going to be taken by somebody else who's been courting them long before that. So we want our businesses here in the community to have just as much, much access to our talent as the companies that are spending a lot of money to come to Tallahassee to find them. So my, I'm thinking about the colleges, but maybe go ahead and rattle off because I know you can. Three, five, seven of the colleges so that if a listener, uh, our member or business owner is listening, they know they're in that field. Maybe go ahead and do that connection point by naming the college that they should be considering. Yeah. So, of course, I, I would have to say the School of Business and Industry, which I also happen to be the dean of, right? So if you need an accountant. If you need somebody who um, has some insights around supply chain management, and we know right now with logistics and lead times on everything that that's a very important area. If you have need for information systems, we have our CIS department. You know, maybe you're an architecture firm. So we have our School of Engineering and uh, School of Architecture and Engineering Technology. Let's say you need some students in the healthcare profession. We have our healthcare management students. We have our health sciences students, pre-OT pre-PT, um, um, health information, health informatics. We have our pharmaceutical sciences students. We have our PharmD students. Again, I, I hate to almost, um, you know, leave somebody out, but we have our journalism and broadcast uh, communication students. Um, so you name it, we have it. We have our college of uh, education students, our college of engineering students. So really, you name it, our college of agriculture. When we look at here just in kind of our tri-county region, a lot of the jobs happen to be agricultural jobs. Well, guess what? We have an agribusiness program. We have a biological systems program. So if you're looking to take your business to the next level, I say come connect with us at FAMU, and we can get our students to help you do that. Okay, so what's the email address that will get inundated based on that phenomenal commercial you just gave? So that phenomenal commercial, <laughs> we are going to uh, send them to Dr. Jennifer Collins, and she is Dr. Jennifer Bowers Collins. So her email address is jennifer.bowers at famu.edu. Okay, that's wonderful. I, you know, we can't touch, we can't not touch on athletics. And so you have a strong athletic director, Tiffany Dawn Sykes, that is now on campus. Maybe highlights of what she is doing within the athletic department and your and your great sports yes. accomplishments. So I will say she has come in and hit the ground running. Um, she has done an amazing job of getting out and traveling with all the teams to really spur them on and encourage them. Um, under her leadership, um, our students are just soaring. So our, um, we have, as Dr. Robinson would call them, the Sweep Sisters. So the volleyball team, they have won. We have our um, tennis team. They won the SWAC. Um, she travels with the basketball team. I mean, you name it, she's there. I can barely keep up with her myself. It's like, oh, are you actually in town today? Because she's doing so much to support our students. Um, so whether it be golf, tennis, you name it, she is out there uh, supporting all of our students. And she is putting together, I think, an awesome team of people to help make sure that our student athletes are getting the support that they need. And so we are so very happy to support her as she's working to fundraise to be able to bring in those additional dollars to provide um, for them in areas that are going to be beneficial to our student athletes. Well, and a shout out recently, the Advocate announced that FAMU is the best HBCU athletic department ahead of Hampton. I know this probably went crazy on campus and ahead yes. of Howard. So, yes. you know, it is about the rankings. And, yes. I, and I know we kind of opened with that, but it's competitive and we, we need the rankings to sell ourselves. And yes. 
Uh, you all are doing it on campus uh, with your leadership. You are out there in the community. I think I serve on at least two boards with you, yes. uh, one including the chamber board. So yes. thank you for your service. You are always you. there for us and helping us make the connections, us being the business community yeah. with the campus. So uh, please uh, give our very best to Dr. Robinson and the entire FAMU team. Any closing comments or um, last request for our listeners? No, I just want to say again, thank you, Sue, for Absolutely. inviting me and having me on. And I do appreciate everything that the chamber and all the local business owners do here in the city of Tallahassee and beyond just to support Florida a and University because truthfully, we are that jewel kind of right in the backyard. And um, as a number three in our uh, boldly striking strategic plan is leveraging the brand and really by leveraging the brand. As we look to bring more students, high-performing students to Tallahassee, guess what? We're bringing them here to our community, and who knows, they could be the next person that's going to help take you and your business to the next level. So we're very thankful and appreciative for the business community here. You all give us a lot of support, and we want to make sure that we continue you know, this mutually beneficial relationship because as you all grow, we grow, and as we grow, you grow, and let's grow Tallahassee together. Love it. Thank you so much. 